We usually seek guidance and advice for relationships, how to succeed in the workplace, how to be successful, how to acquire wealth. The list goes on. But rarely do we ever seek advice and guidance on the relationship with self. Ironically, the relationship with self is the most important one. We are the creators of our own lives, but rarely do we ever check in with ourselves to see how we are doing, how we are feeling, and what's going on internally. Even more rare is learning the act of self-care and making sure that we are taken care of first. with Tia. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, we are talking about the relationship with ourselves. Are you happy with yourself, with who you are, and your personality? Are you loving your own alone time because it's more fun being by yourself than being with other people? Or do you need to socialize and make sure your schedule is full of things to do and people to see? Of course, There's nothing wrong with hanging out with friends and being busy, but have you stopped in to take a break and just hang with yourself? This doesn't mean you binge watch TV shows or scrolling through social media. I mean to go out and just enjoy yourself without any form of technology, to be in the moment. If not, and most of us aren't, but that's okay, then this episode's for you. We get caught up with our day-to-day lives that we usually don't have time to think for ourselves or to check in. When was the last time you had a break to check in with how you feel? What about a time when you got a moment to yourself and you found joy for just a few minutes? Chances are, it's not often you notice what's going on internally, especially in the world we live in. So why am I bringing this up? Are there areas in your life that you aren't happy in? Do you wish to have a change? Well, the thing is that we get used to the uncomfortable feeling that we have every day. Let's say we don't like our job, but it makes decent money. Sure, there's a reason as to why we stay, but you probably don't realize that you're being irritable throughout the day. You might be more easily angered or annoyed. You might not even notice when it started, but you accepted that this is the new you. You've probably accepted that, hey, this is what life is, and don't see the point of making any changes. There's even a chance you've compared yourself to the people around you and said, well, at least I'm not like so-and-so who have it harder. I wouldn't want to be in their place. Another example could be, You're in a relationship with someone who you love, but deep down, you know you two aren't compatible. As time goes by, you guys start growing more and more distant and becoming more and more different. But you two still love each other and have been with each other for many years. You recognize that you're getting older and you don't want to start over with someone new. Even if you're unhappy, you decided that this is doable because at least they know your habits and they should be tolerating your behaviors 
There is nothing new that they don't know about you. Or it could be that they know nothing about you because you two are growing apart, but you don't feel like you need to explain yourself. So guess what? That new co-worker that just started on the team looks attractive. You guys get along and have tons of fun at work. Next thing you know, you guys are spending time together outside of work. One thing leads to another and you cheat on your partner. Next thing you know, you're arguing and nitpicking on the small things that your partner does that they've always used to do, but now it irritates you because the person you cheated with doesn't do that. You wouldn't say you're a cheater, but you're not happy, so it is justified. Anyway, the list goes on, but you can see how your behaviors start changing and you become reactive or responsive to things you normally wouldn't. Things that you know you wouldn't do or you wouldn't say isn't you, but you are now doing. These examples are just proof that if we were to have a better relationship with ourselves, we wouldn't get into these situations. Of course, there's numerous other circumstances with plenty of scenarios that play out differently, but I'm sure you can relate. So how do we build a better relationship with ourselves? The first thing I'd recommend is getting to know yourself on a deeper level. You know how you date other people? So you ask the questions that you'd like to know about them. Start dating yourself. Ask the questions that you'd ask other people in order for you to get to know them. Ask the deeper questions, even if it's uncomfortable. Chances are you've accepted people's flaws and their baggage, even if you don't like it. You can do the same for yourself too. So in some ways, not only are you dating yourself, but you are learning to be your own best friend. Do things on your own and without technology. Just spend time in the present with yourself. This could be as simple as just making yourself a cup of coffee or tea in the middle of the day and enjoy the smell, detaching from all worries and thoughts for the time that it takes to finish that cup. You could take yourself on dates. I used to think that it's weird to eat alone at a restaurant or to go to a movie alone. But let me tell you, there's so much joy in that. Instead of focusing on the conversation when you're with someone, you get to thoroughly experience the flavors of your meal. You get to take in the atmosphere. And the best part? People watching. Watching a movie alone in a theater really allows you to get into the movie. It's sort of the same as if you're just watching a movie at home, but on a bigger scale. It's a big deal to take yourself out on a date. Not enough people do it. Second, make sure your needs are taken care of. Too many times, we have demands asked of us from everywhere, whether it be work, home life, friends, partner, etc. When we spend time to check in with ourselves to see how we feel and explore how our bodies are feeling, we are grounding ourselves and making sure that we are aware if something is wrong or if we need something. Ever since I've adopted a dog, most of the day is focused on her, that I started having to go to the bathroom just to get a breather and see if I need anything. 
Some days I have a breakdown because there's so much demanded of me, and that bathroom break gives me just a couple minutes to release. Other days I feel great, and I look at myself in the mirror to say to myself, "You're doing great. Keep going." When I get headaches, especially the tension headaches, I make sure I can schedule in a massage appointment. To some, this seems like a luxury, and that I'm spoiling myself. But really, massages are a form of self-care. There are so many health benefits to getting a massage that it isn't really spoiling yourself. It's making sure that you take half an hour to an hour, once in a while, to make sure you're de-stressing your body. Sometimes you don't recognize that body is aching because you're always on the go. Massages are also a great way to relieve toxins from the body, as well as keeping your immune system up. So for some, people take medicine to get quick relief. For me, massages are the best way to help with pain. Speaking of self-care, there are other forms of self-care. Lighting a candle and having soft lighting with a home-cooked meal is one of the most calming experiences. Taking a bubble bath with your favorite music playing is another way to relax. One of the most fun things on the list includes dancing. When you spend a couple minutes dancing, whether it's to yourself in your room or taking a class, it's a great way to move around that stuck energy and get the feel-good hormones going. The same applies for singing. If you love to sing. Singing your favorite songs in the morning or in the shower gives the same stress relief. On the topic of moving our bodies, working out is a great stress reliever, as well as plenty of health benefits. Journaling is a great way to get your emotions out. For some, it is a form of self-care because you're breaking down the things that are stressing you, and you can come up with solutions to resolve the issues. There are other forms of journaling, just like creative stories. If that is a way to relax and take you away from your day just a little bit, five minutes of creative journaling really does a lot for your day. The list goes on, but all these activities are ways to bond with yourself. Another way to build a relationship with the self is to have self-acceptance. Sometimes, what we find with ourselves, we don't like. We tend to ignore and pretend it doesn't exist, but that only comes back to haunt us. When we ignore parts of ourselves, we are neglecting the parts of ourselves that wants attention. That will result in seeking it out from others, or it might come out with others. All it wants is to be accepted by you. When we seek validation and acceptance from others, it's usually because we haven't accepted ourselves. But we want others to love us for who we are. The most important person who needs to love us is us. Without self-acceptance, there is no relationship with self, which then brings us to the most important part of self-acceptance: being kind and speaking positively to ourselves. When we screw things up or we don't like what we did. We are usually our own hardest critics, and then we seek that same validation from others. When we don't like our creations, we expect others to also tell us they hate it. But when we do hear that, we feel self-defeated. 
It isn't easy to be kind to ourselves. After all, we live in a society that aims to be great at everything. But reality is, we all have flaws. It's important to talk to ourselves in a positive way, so that we are not only encouraging ourselves to be better, but we end up being our own biggest support. With that being said, you might think, if I put myself first and build a relationship with myself, wouldn't I be selfish to not meet other people's expectations? It isn't selfish to put yourself first. When we put ourselves first, especially in the form of self-care, we are then more mentally able to be there for others. When we are good, then we are more stable for the people around us that we want to be there for, to be a support for. It's like the instructions on the plane. They teach you to first put on your oxygen mask before you help others around you. If you aren't taken care of first, but you are the more capable one, then both parties will die. The point is that the relationship with self is one of the most important things in life. At the end of the day, we are the only ones who live in our bodies and know how we feel. If we can't give ourselves what we need, then how do we expect others to give us what we need? At most, we can be vocal about what we need, but we know how we like things done. I'm sure you've been disappointed before when you told someone you wanted or needed something from them, but they do it in a way that you don't like. In the end, you end up doing it for yourself because you can do it faster and better. Thank you for listening to this episode. I want to say that this will be my last episode for the season. I will be taking a break to work on other things for a while. I enjoyed sharing this first season with everyone. I am so grateful for your support. Please look forward to my next season. In the meantime, you can find me on social media platforms and on my website, lifewithtiawolf.com. Have a great day.